You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, October 19th. Thursday Night Football tonight should have a ugly game. We don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. He, As we record this now, he attempted to practice Tuesday and Wednesday. They list him as questionable. They have other significant injuries. Their top cornerback, Tyson Campbell. Their wide receiver, Zay Jones, who, who's kind of underrated, Zay Jones, especially in the red zone. They love him. And uh, Walker Little, offensive lineman, all of them out. Now, it's not like the Saints aren't hurt. So this game could be ugly. Saints have two starting offensive linemen, Hurston Ramchick, out. Um, Jawan Johnson, the tight end, also out. Uh, I mean, this is this is a mash unit game. Um, as much as I want to go heavy on the Saints, and there's a chance, folks, there's a chance I actually submit for the contest um, today because I do like the Saints a lot. I bet them throughout the week. As we currently record this, they're minus one and a half. Somebody's got the info out there whether Lawrence will play. You'll see that line pop up. I would assume it goes to the other side, maybe three and a half, but... This has not been a dominant Saints team this year. Their offense has been sluggish. Um, I'll do a best bet here, but let me introduce our guest who's coming up. He is uh, pretty fantastic. Sharp guy, Rufus Peabody. He started the Massey Peabody uh, ratings for football and I don't, maybe all sports. He started a pretty cool um, website uh, that he's been, He came on last year um, to, to promote it, and essentially what his site does is Helps you become a better gambler. Uh, you could crunch all the numbers you want. Um, the website is uh, www.unabated.com. It's uh, it it just helps make you a smarter, better. Uh, go on there, tinker around, and you know, listen. Rufus is a sharp guy. That being said, he's you know a very smart individual um, who sometimes comes off the wrong way on social media, and some jabronis went after him. You know, listen. Anytime. You're successful in any field. People come after you. They want to knock you down a peg. That's what they want to do because they're not where you are. They wish they were you. They wish they could be where you are. And they're coming to knock you down. Now, I never have totally been that way uh, for whatever reason. Like I've just said, you know what? I want to get where that person is. Um, I'll never forget. I was in I was uh, in my first newspaper job and I remember, still remember where I was sitting at this, uh, at this like little not cubicle but like a cubby where there was like four desks together with this guy ben super nice guy huge nba fan and every single day late in the week he would be like hey did you read bill simmons today and i was like "Uh, what are you talking about who who's that this is like 2000 and i don't know 2000 and Three? No, 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 not 2003 this was before 9 11 this was like 2000 i didn't even know who bill simmons was He's like, oh, J-Mac, you got to read this guy, Bill Simmons. Yes, that J-Mac was my nickname even back then. Um, you got to read this guy, Bill Simmons. Oh, he's so funny at ESPN. And I read it, and I was like, okay. I, 
you know, I see pop culture, entertainment. Yeah, I, I do that already. I, I've, uh, obviously, I wasn't doing it for ESPN. I was doing it on a local, uh, much smaller scale. I was like, I, I don't really want to read this guy. I, I feel like I can do what he's doing, and I don't want to, like, subliminally start using the same stuff that he does. So I just never read Bill Simmons. I never really listened to his podcast. Of course, I have tuned in before when I get mentioned on there or there's something big that is worthy of talking about here. But, like, I've just never been one of those guys to, like, Oh, okay. So Bill Simmons is, was at the top of the industry, you know, 20 years ago. Let me attack him. Like, no, that's just, you know, obviously when I had the website, you know, you would say nice things about him. You'd be critical of other stuff, whatever. But I, I've never been one of these guys to just like totally attack someone. Now, listen, uh, some of you are going to say, Jay, 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 you were brutal on Justin Herbert. Mm, yeah. You know, in that instance, in that game, he was a letdown. And Justin Herbert's different. Um, from some guy giving out picks like Rufus Peabody. Well, who he doesn't even really give out a lot of picks. He had a bad run uh, in the contest, which he'll talk about, and um, all these people came after him online, anonymous people. And it was just, he dealt with it in, in a way with something that um, I, I looked at and saw, and I jumped in. I was like, I think this is great. So I was like, let's, let's come on the pod. And he comes on the podcast, and it's a really good interview. I think you'll like it. Um, before we get to Rufus, I should give you my best bet. Yeah, you know I am on the Saints. I got them plus one. I got them pick them. As we look right now, they are minus one and a half on the assumption, of course, that Trevor Lawrence will not play. Um, if I do put the Saints in the contest, the other picks that I have looked at that I seem to like as of now, uh, and I probably won't do it. I've never submitted on Thursday, I don't think. The last time I did it was like a Thanksgiving weekend. It was a total disaster. Um, but I'm pretty sure the other picks would be like Seahawks, Eagles. Um, what are the two others that I have? Let's see here. Um, of course, the first note that I open on my phone is uh, our, our U12 girls starting lineup, me and another uh, dad coaching together. That's that's how we roll. Um, it looks – I think I'm probably going to go Lions, although – I don't know, plus three? Oh, Rufus and I get into Lions. Uh, I'm looking at Denver. Yes, actually Denver. Um, I don't, it, it, it's, a, it's a difficult week. I don't love a lot of the Lions. I, 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 I want to go against Indy and take Cleveland, but then when Indy inevitably shocks the world because Cleveland just beat the 49ers and they have a letdown, um, I'll, I'll have lost to Gardner Minshew two, two weeks in a row, and I'm just like, I can't stomach that. So ultimately, I probably won't submit, but um, at any rate. Let's go Saints tonight. Let's get a win. And without further ado, let's get to our guest, Rufus Peabody. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire, a guy who's been on the podcast before. If you've ever gambled on golf, you obviously know his work. He's... I guess the world's most renowned golf gambler. Uh, he has a website unabated to help amateur gamblers and even professionals uh, crunch the numbers. He recently put out the tweet heard around the gambling world. Rufus Peabody, how are you, Rufus? Uh, I'm doing well. I think I think you exaggerate some of these things, but oh, really? um, it's, it's good to be here. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Uh, now, listen, you obviously have a popular podcast with Jeff Ma. Uh, again, I used to know Jeff Ma well. He uh, is not a big fan of my work anymore, which is fine. Um, but I did tune in to a couple of your recent podcasts to, you know, see what's going on. And my most exciting pickup, Rufus, is that you've entered these Vegas contests. Uh, the Circa Millions, the Survivor, and previously, correct me if I'm wrong, you hadn't done those. I had never done any of the contests before, correct? Okay, I, so I was I'm... in Vegas. I was in Vegas like right before the season began, and I, you know, I saw that there was the overlay in the Circa Millions, so I did that, and I was like, "Hell, what? You know, why don't I do the Survivor too? Might as well max enter that." So. Wow. So now you're solo, or do you have a group? Uh, it's it's with my with my betting group, my team. We're a small group. Okay. So, so talk me through, how do you guys settle on a survivor pick? How do you settle on the five for Circa when you have like a group of dudes? Well, normally it's like Saturday morning and we're like, oh shit, we need to put something in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and send it to our guy in Vegas. But uh, I've actually, so, so I've done some modeling of the like ownership for Survivor. And so mm. I know that you can go to sites like Yahoo or Number Fire or ESPN or wherever and where where they will actually have like a predicted 
um, percentage, or, or maybe it's not even prediction, maybe it's the percentage of people in Survivor Leagues that have picked each team, right? Because, uh, I mean, for Survivor, that's the key. The key is knowing yeah. what, 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 knowing who other people are going to pick and mm-hmm. zigging when they zag and vice versa um, in a strategically optimal way. And so I, what I realized is that the circuit contest is a little bit different in terms of people's uh, proclivity for picking um, certain teams. And ter- like the big thing is that I think more than most contests, people are picking the they're, they're, they're caring more about future value. And so they're picking mm. like, like the bad team when they're playing an easy game. So for example, and, and Detroit isn't a bad team, but um, was it last week, two weeks ago, very high ownership on Detroit. Um, when Jacksonville played at home, I think against Houston, Houston, yeah. the over and, and they lost pretty badly that they were mm-hmm. the overwhelming um, top pick. And so just by modeling what essentially the factors that, that the Circa participants are using, um, I've been able to, to pretty accurately predict what, what people are going to be on and which doesn't, you know, guarantee anything clearly, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but, uh, it's, I, I felt good about what we've been on. Although two weeks ago, we lost six of our eight entries. Whoa. Um, we had that week, I think we had Baltimore, Tennessee and Buffalo that all lost. Mm. But um, so you have two ownership. still, you two alive, which yeah, is we have still good. Um, yeah, I, I lost the week where it was Arizona and Houston um, upset Dallas and Jacksonville respectively. So I was out of that one. I'm in the other one, but it, it feels defeating um, when when you lose two in a good one. Um, so do you? Uh, here's my question. Do, you know, I, I know you're able to see where you want to zig when people are zagging, but when do you start that from week one? Or do yeah. you wait for the crowd to thin out and then buy? You just got to get me to week six. Let me use the favors. Let me just get get halfway through or a third of the way through, and then I'll start worrying about that. I mean, Jason, I'd rather take a team that has a 65% chance of winning if only 2% of the entries are on them than a team with an 80% chance of winning and 40% of the entries are on them. So I, I'm I, I'm trying to leverage myself, and I think it, it clearly matters the, the win probability matters a lot, mm-hmm. um, as does the future, the future for that particular team. Yeah. If they're, if they're, if you can, if you, you know, you're, if you're using up a good team, that's, that's never good. But, um, but I think there is a lot of value towards, towards deviating. You're not, you don't care about, you're not trying to last as long as possible. That's not the goal of survivor. The goal of survivor is to, is to, is to win and, and mm. to sort of be able to capitalize if, you know, unexpected things happen um you want to be positioned so that you can you can benefit from that that makes sense uh it it almost sounds like it's not apples to apples but it's the coach who down 14 kicks the extra point to cut it to seven versus the coach who down 14 goes for two because you want to try to win with a touchdown later um is there a little of that does that make any sense or is that just jason stop no i mean it's right it's analytically sound decision making yeah um, this week, I, I'm actually I might take the Saints if Trevor Lawrence is out, but I feel like Seattle's really the only other play. Assuming I, I've used Buffalo, but like Seattle's a big favorite. Divisional matchups scare me, and they often screw me. Right. Um, there's I, a lot of. Do various, you want to talk? A, yeah. Well, there's a lot of short lines. I haven't actually done my analysis yet. I tend to do that like Friday night or Saturday morning. Um, but, right. uh, but, like I don't shy away from the smaller favorites. Like last week, I had uh, one of our entries was on the Raiders. Um, wow. And the Raiders were what a two and a half point favorite, but yeah, I but had Patriots in the contest. Of other course. people aren't gonna, yeah, the cut with the circa contest, yeah, or, that okay. that friggin' hurt with the safety, yeah. Not Survivor, but just the the other. Yeah, I would never okay. take a game that close in Survivor unless it was oh. like week fourteen. No, but I, 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 no I took the Raiders in Survivor. I, I I feel like I've taken a lot of two and a half three point favorites in Survivor because mm. you're getting them at such low ownership if. If you have a week where like the chalk all gets like knocked out, yeah, like, and that can happen, um, you're going to be really positioned well. And it's again, it's not like I'm taking teams that are fifty percent. Like there's a big difference between fifty percent and like sixty percent. Yeah, um, and so it, it feels like oh, seven points is is you know so much more safe, but um, it's like sixty percent versus like seventy percent there, right? Yeah. 
Uh, let me ask you about the Circa Millions. Uh, it, it sounded like you had a rough week a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it contributed to your tweet, which we'll get to shortly. Oh, no. But it, it was one of those weeks where I guess, you know, stuff just went haywire for you. Um, and, and you went 0-5 in, like, all of your contests. Oh, 0-5 which, in for all me, entries, yeah. So I mean, how many entries do you have? That I wasn't clear about that. We have five entries. Oh, my goodness. So you went 0-25. for 25. Oh, right. We had seven games we split among the five entries, and they all lost. Wow. So, so that, that's hey, that takes a lot of a lot of skill. But the <laughs> problem was last so then so that was the first week of quarter two. And so they have a that's booby right. prize if you're the yep. if you're the worst for the quarter. This quarter is five weeks. So I'm like, okay, I'm tied for the lead here. I'm 0 and five. This is great. And so I was hoping to uh go 0 and five again. Unfortunately I did not. Um <laughs> So were you of, gunning for 0 and five? Yes. Definitely. Because what, you assume that you have no chance of winning the, the grand prize. Oh, yeah. You might as well go for the quarter prize. Exactly. Huh. I mean, because my top entry at that point was, uh, I mean, I had had an entry, like our entries were did very, very well early on. I think we were, the five entries for through the first three weeks were it were 70% overall uh, wow. combined. But but we had two, like a middling week is going is, is gonna, to, I mean, it's going to hurt a lot, especially in a contest yeah. with this many people and, uh, if a price structure is pretty top heavy. So, I mean, you know, going 60% is not going to win you anything no, right. in, in a contest like this. So I, I think, um, you know, we had, we had going to last week or sorry, two weeks ago before the 0 and five week, I think our top entry was 13 and six and one. Um, hmm. and we had all of them were like, I think all except one were over 500, but, but you go on five across the board, like, we only had one that it's was tough. above 500 after that. So at this point, like it's the short term. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll counter that. So I saw the leader in circle was 21 and four heading into last week. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's a ridiculous pace. Like that guy, there's no way he can keep that up. Well, of course well, he went one and four this past week. So here's my thing. If he can go 21 and four, why couldn't you go 21 and four weeks eight through, you know, 13 and you get back in the mix and you make a run. Why that's why the I whole like 25 and oh. There you, I mean, again, like, it's possible, but that's why I don't get why you, why you would go for the booby yeah, prize. But I think, I think that's more likely, especially that, since I have five entries there too, that are 0 and 5. I think, I think my mm. EV from that is going to be higher than okay. going for. And, and you know, what's funny, Jason, is that I probably am just as likely to go 5 and 0 when I try to go 0 and 5. <laughs> right. I mean, so it's, did, it, did I, any I, of I, them I'm go 0 and 5? No, uh, they, they all oh. went either 2 and 3 or 3 and 2. <laughs> Although four of them went two and three, and one of them went three and two. Okay. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein Tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. 
TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, I would take a close, close look at a big favorite this week, the Seattle Seahawks. This is a mismatch against an Arizona secondary that's horrendous. Seattle should have Metcalf and Lockett running wild. I think Arizona's running out of gas. They are outscored more than anyone else in the fourth quarter. They're getting obliterated in second halves. I think Seattle rolls them. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code STRAIGHTFIRE only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Let's uh, pivot now to your tweet because I, maybe your 0-5 had nothing to do with that. I'm assuming people came after you online, the no. anonymous meatballs who are hitting 90% on every sport they bet on. No, so the tweet actually wasn't in reference to stuff I've been experiencing. It was just oh. kind of something that... Um, Something I'd been wanting to say, and I think that um, there had been some stuff over the weekend with uh, where I, someone I know had gotten, um, or the last few weeks, I guess, he'd, he'd kind of, I guess, reacted emotionally to some stuff and, and, and said something, some things he shouldn't have. Um, mm. And kind of, you know, but he had had a reaction that would, well, I guess being trolled had provoked a reaction, an emotional reaction. Wow. He got angry and, and, and I kind of, I mean, I think it can happen. It, 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 it happens to people occasionally. And, and mm. I mean, clearly, like, I don't condone that. Um, but it's, it's hard sometimes to not take things personally. And I, and I just kind of wanted to encourage people to, like, think about the what they're putting out there. Like, it's, it's easy when you write stuff uh, or when you put stuff on Twitter, X, when you say stuff on the Internet, uh, to forget that there are other people there with, like, feelings and, mm. you know, with feelings and other humans. And if, if you're trying to cause other people like pain and hurting, like that's kind of, that's kind of a shitty game to play. Oh, come on. Are you surprised these losers? So, uh, here's 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 what it said. Jason, you saying these losers, like, I mean, here's, they are losers. I don't think, of course they are. But, but Jason, why do you think they're doing that? Like, I think a lot of people because are, they've got problems themselves. They've got massive problems. They, maybe they're fr- they don't have friends. They don't have a girlfriend. They don't have any. They no life, no job, and they're just taking it out on other people. Their their lives are so shitty, Rufus, that they want to bring down other people, and they think that they can take joy and pump themselves up by attacking people online, like it's going to hurt. But let, let me just read your tweet real quick. Okay. I don't think people realize how difficult it is to deal with the vitriol that can be directed at people who voice their opinions in a public forum. It's hard to have your motives questioned and be torn down relentlessly. On the other hand, it's very easy to anonymously antagonize, insult, and demean people. Often it seems for the purpose of provoking a reaction. I don't understand why some people take pleasure in tearing others down. To get attention, to play a game, even more hard to understand is that these people can be completely different in person. By the way, that is 100,000% accurate. Just last week, someone who trolled me relentlessly 
had reached out to set up a meeting for lunch, thinking we would be in the same city. We'll come back to that. Maybe these actions are rooted in unhappiness. I don't know. But I do know the satisfaction you get from helping someone else is much greater than tearing someone down. Trolls seek to get a reaction. They weaponize another's emotional investment against them. Sometimes their targets lash out in response, themselves playing into the hateful narrative. Despite being someone who is not predisposed to anger, I've lost control in reaction to anonymous comments directed at me and have said in some things I regret. Finally, I want to ask people to reflect on how they treat people on this and other platforms. Are you advertently or inadvertently hurting people? Is that consistent with the person you are or the person you strive to be? So extremely well said. I would give you the applause, stand up, you know, clap. Very well said. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and and I, I need to ask you this. The person who's been trolling you, have they been uh, using their real name? The same one who asked you to go to lunch. No, now, I've that's trolled, the first. I've, I've never heard a, of that. I've been trolled a lot. But the thing is, at this point, it doesn't bother me because, I, you know, I, it, it's more entertaining. And I don't know. It's Okay. But the I, guy who I, asked because, you to lunch, for Rufus. me right now, like, I don't, I don't need validation from strangers to, to know that I'm right. good enough. Even though I don't know that I'm good enough betting, by the way, Jason. I, I feel no, like I consistently it, have on, to dude. reprove myself. To myself. Rufus, time out, but, time out. Do you have a real job right now where you go to work and no. have to be told to be weird? Okay, if you've I have, done fine as a gambler. Just no, stop. I know, but, but the thing is, you if if you aren't continually improving and evolving, you're going to fall behind. That's that's how it is. But that's but, also true. But, but, but my identity isn't ba like based on being a successful better. Okay, like I think identity? I know I'm good enough. And you know what? Even if like it, if the if, if the game passed me by. I can quit and still feel really good about what I've accomplished. So Bill Belichick, yeah. Although, I mean, I'm sure it would be a little bit difficult, but I mean, if you've got enough money to retire and you could you can get away from this, like Rufus, I, I've told people like my buddies are like, man, I can't believe you have to be on Twitter all the time. And I'm like, well, I'm not as much as I used to be, but I can't wait till I've got enough money that I don't give two shits what's happening on Twitter. It's just I I but don't just, care. I, I go on there to push my links. Click on my stuff. Listen to my podcast. That's all I care about. I, I, you know, interacting. It's mostly overrated. I prefer Instagram. I don't know if you're active on there. But I'm I not. need to ask you this, Rufus. Okay. So the person who said, hey, let's meet up for lunch, who had been trolling you, were they anonymous or did they put their real name on it? No, they're anonymous. They actually offered to not troll me after. You know, I, and wait, wait, I, wait, I didn't the, meet up. An them, anonymous but. person. You don't know who this person is at all. They could be a psychopath, uh, a normal human being. And I they tend to, asked you to lunch. I tend, I tend to, I tend to believe. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm naive and too trusting. Bro, but I, I tend to see the best of people. But, the, but that, first of all, that's said. crazy. Don't when do you, that, man. When you called them losers, like they are most of them that's, losers. That's a, that's a very judgmental thing to say. And, and by doing that, that's kind of attacking them and saying something negative. Like, like I feel like I think that if they're going through things themselves and don't know how to handle it, that's like I mean, I feel well, like they you need should, help. You, you yeah. should. You should empathize with them. I can't rather help than, the world. I can help me and my family and my inner circle and my family. But like, but I can't help it, these guys out here. So hold on, Rufus. One but doesn't thing. that make you like, rather than be like, oh, upset at them, doesn't that make you more like, like kind no. of pity them a little bit and say, okay, no, why should I, I worry about this person? I, I'm sorry. I don't, who, who has time to care about all these random people who are attacking me? So Rufus, the thing I do is instantly, if I see somebody say, uh, Jason, you're a f effing idiot. You know, I, that's normal. I don't care. Block. It's, I don't need that. Rufus, no time in the history of the world has anyone been able to relentlessly attack another human being verbally 24-7. That just never has existed. If if somebody was doing it to you in face-to-face uh, -face at school, you'd be getting a fist fight. Teachers would step in. Friends would step in. Never before have we as humans just been under relentless attack from people randomly that you don't know ever. We're not wired to deal with this, so I block. I've seen, listen, Rufus, I've, I've been at Fox for seven years. I've seen people personally melt down because they can't handle the anonymous losers attacking people. I'll, I'll tell you what, they, though, Jason. They can't handle it. Not people, they can't handle it. This is, uh, you know, what's interesting, though, is that for me, I think being attacked a lot on Twitter and, and has actually made me a better person. And like, I think that I used to be someone that really cared a lot about recognition and and validation mm. i felt like i needed you know if someone said really something really nice about me on twitter like it built me up but you can't have that without also feeling crappy if someone says something mean right mm. it's like a drug yeah. and so and so it, it it took getting all this negative feedback for me to realize that like 
like get to that point where I'm like, you know what? I'm good enough myself. Like that's not what matters. Like I, I, mm. I, I know inside of here that, that who I am is good enough. And then, and, and suddenly like, if I can admit, if I can admit all my weaknesses too publicly, if I can say, own them and, and say, Hey, you know what? You're mm. right. Like I messed up here or like, yeah, I can be a little insecure sometimes or something like that. Right. Like, like if I can own the, my shortcomings, then nobody can hurt me. Right. Mm. But they say, Oh, well you're, yeah. you know, like I already said that I'm this or that. Have I'm you done any? Yeah. Have you I'm done any therapy at all? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because that's it's this. I'm sure somebody out there listening is like, you know, this sounds like uh, that skit on Saturday Night Live. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. People like me or whatever. Remember that? Yeah. I forget who did that. Was that Mike? Was that uh, Myers? No, it was um, uh, Al Franken. Al Franken. Yes. Thank you. And, and it was like funny. Ha ha ha. But some of the stuff you're saying is like, yeah, good. So we don't need to seek outside validation. You know, if when I go five and zero on the picks and everybody says they made money, sure, it's great. Awesome. Wonderful. But I'm not going to get too high because I know there's going to be a week where I go one and four. Maybe I lose four or five figures and it's a crappy feeling. And I know some people who follow my picks, they also lost. I'm not going to get too low. You never get too high or too low. Have you read the book, The Four Agreements? I have. I love that book. Howard Stern recommended it. Highly recommend it. Yeah, Howard Stern. um, I heard Howard Stern mention it like 15 years ago, and I think number one, if memory serves, is um, oh my god, don't take things personally, right? Don't take things personally. Thank you. Yes, there is. That's like the number one thing. So, like these people who are attacking you for gambling, is that your doorbell? It is my doorbell. Are you going to get it? Amazon delivery. Oh yeah, I Amazon. All right, all right. Anyways, we're getting way, way off topic. But finally. Did you hear from anyone about this rant and have any uh, like just totally counterintuitive thoughts or was it mostly, you know, just trolls coming after you? No, I mean, people, I will say sometimes trolls do have good points. They can't, I I think you can have a good point and say it in a way that is designed to make somebody angry or or make someone emotional. Um, And if you can, I think if you can kind of separate the message from the messenger and the way it's presented, I think you can actually improve and learn a lot about yourself and, and mm. where you know where you can improve. And I think there were some comments being like saying it was rich coming from me and given like given some, the fact that I had I had been hateful to people on Twitter in the past. And that's true. I, I back in 2018, 2019, I got in this sort of feud with Michael Schwimmer. Um, and and I, I don't like who, was, who's that? He was someone he had started a um, a tout service. Oh, okay. and he, selling picks, got it. Selling picks, but it was he was going to do it in a different way. And and um, but the point isn't that. the The point is that I I let things get personal, and I like he and I were both like essentially trying to take each other down, and it was. Hmm. I, I mean, we both came out of it looking pretty bad. I'll say that, and so. Hmm. I think for me, it's it, like, I'm just trying to, you know, I, I, I have not been perfect in the past and I probably, and I won't be perfect going forward. Nobody I, I want to yeah. keep getting better. But like you're prominent in the gambling space and the fact that I'm assuming most of the comments to you are by anonymous guys, it's kind of, it, it says, speaks a lot about gambling. It's funny how all these anonymous guys, oh yeah, after the fact, oh, I had this. How could you bet that you moron? It's like, I'm going to block you. I don't need to, I don't need you anonymous guy who probably didn't even bet the game coming in saying that I just that adds no value to me um I, I guess the other thing before we get to uh week seven here in the NFL so Rufus like basically you have just to recap you have no job where you have to like go in and report to a boss and he has to tell you you have to be here we're an alpha you don't have that you have uh I believe you have residences in multiple cities in America um you're, you're basically one of the best prop gamblers when it comes to Super Bowl props, and you're like the number one golf handicapper in, in the country. Why would you let I, I don't know these... those things. I don't oh, know okay, those fine. things. Well, what about the houses? Multiple houses? Yes, but I don't okay. know. I mean, I don't know. There's there's no ranking list because, you know, yeah. a, lot of, a okay. lot of successful bettors are unknown. So Do you? Okay, fine. How's it? Let me adjust. When you make a golf bet, does the line move? Yes. Okay. I mean, when I make uh, listen, I've talked to Preston about you a lot, man. Like right. I, Preston <laughs> and you are good buddies, and he's a good guy. You know, he's one of the smarter guys in the industry, and like you know your shit. So I, I don't know. I, you don't need my affirmation at all. But I just saw this, and I was like, we got to get him on the pod. All right, so let's go to week seven. So it's weird, Rufus, because when I'm breaking down games and like trying to find an edge and scheme or familiarity or whatever it is, 
That's just not what you do. You are the sun rises and sets with the numbers, correct? Yes, but but my numbers are art as well as science. And so there's art in building a model and incorporating okay. all these different variables and figuring out how figuring out what matters, right? So so if you can quantify scheme stuff, that's great. Like I, that's not my strength personally, but it's I, I when people say, oh, it's the numbers, like it's robotic, like I think asking the right questions of the data is is a huge, huge thing. And I think that's honestly one of my, probably my biggest strength. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires. All-weather tires, dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. I don't know if it was Adam Chernoff or uh, my buddy T.A., but guys who have been on the pod. So one of them had said something like, listen, Atlanta plays a ton of man defense, some of the most in the league. Sam Howell is a great quarterback against man, but he sucks against zone. And the Bears played zone, and Howell shit his pants. Atlanta's going to play man, and Howell's going to have some success. So I was like, that's friggin' interesting. And so I, whatever the numbers were, I went around asking people, where do you find the zone? Um, where do you find the man? Where do you find those numbers? Because they're not out there. And I'm not kidding, Rufus. A lot of people just didn't respond to me, people who I'm friendly with. Finally, Chernoff says, you got to go to SIS. They have all the numbers. So I reached out to SIS. I got an account. And I'm looking at the numbers, and it's some of this stuff is kind of staggering. And it's like, oh, you know, there is a whole world of numbers out there that I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know them. Um, and, and, that there's, I, that, and there's that, even deeper stuff. That's the funny thing. You can go, and, and, and so when you say, like, Oh, it's the numbers. Like it's the numbers, but it's knowing which numbers to look at. Which and that's constantly evolving, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, what might have mattered last year or two years ago has adjusted because coaches and schemes and offense and whatever it is. Um, all right. So, is there a game on the board? I don't even know if you've run your numbers, but anything that jumps out is kind of interesting to you this week. Uh, there's a few games, although I, I will say I'll preface this by saying, like, like I don't bet a lot of NFL. Like I, I'm. In fact, I'm not betting NFL sides anymore, really. It's just a market that is, um, I mean, A, there's not a lot of games on a weekly basis. Yep. And 
and it's a pretty efficient market. And so if you think about how much, if you think about the amount of time that is required to like to be, to be good at it. And then the, it versus what the upside is there. Um, I think that that, I think that there are other markets that make more mm. sense for me to devote my time to. But that said, I still have the Massey Peabody rating system that Kate and I developed and we've improved over the years. And so I use that as sort of a, a, a starting point, a jumping off point. And I think you can okay. make, you know, we, it doesn't, we, we're not accounting for injuries outside of quarterback um, and stuff like that. And so, and it's a, it's a team-based rating. And so um, again, like if you, you know, it's not going to be factoring in Sam Howell against man defenses, right? So, yeah, but again, that uh, that's not a, like a a hard and fast. Well, he is great against man and shit against zone. Like Zach Wilson, we know much better against man. Not great against zone. Like he's gonna throw picks because he can't read defenses to save his life. But again, that's just like one data point, right? That and it all goes into the bowl of soup, and you gotta try to figure it out. So you said yeah. something interesting. You you stop betting NFL sides, Rufus. The NFL is the most popular sport in America, right? By far, in terms of watching and yeah. um, fantasy and all this stuff. But it's the toughest market to crack. It is so difficult to tell me, Jason, you know, I, I, you're a nice guy. You've probably had some great wins. You've had some good results. You're just not going to beat the NFL market. Nobody is. Stop wasting your time. I mean, some people right? are, but it, it takes a lot. I mean, the thing is, the the, the I, I don't want to say the average literacy of an NFL fan, but, but the... the there are a lot of there's a lot of good data that's readily available now, which makes and that a lot of smart people are utilizing. So okay, get, wait, wait, time out, Rufus. Good data. What is considered to you good data? I mean, now you have you have uh, tracking data. You have you know, I mean, obviously you have play by play stuff, and but but the tracking data is interesting. You have stuff like you know players being sites like Pro Football Focus grading every player every play. Yeah. I'm not say, I mean, I think there are issues with with. Things like that. I mean, there's biases that inherent in those grades, but but you, I'm, the point is that you just have a lot um, a lot of granular data that you can work with. So, like EPA success rate, how much of that stuff factors into to your equation? See, that's what Massey Peabody's based on. It's based on play by play data, but we're not using sort of the we're not using grades, the player grades. We're not using the tracking data, the wearables, technology stuff. You know, sprint speed. Blah blah blah. Does everyone have access to that, or is that just like next gen stats and some other places? I think any place. I think you can you can purchase it. Um, I think good data is very expensive, though. I mean, if I if I wanted the best data for an NFL season, it would cost me over fifty thousand dollars a year. Mm. Well, I mean, you're betting six figures, so it's probably worth it. Um, I, I am mean, wondering, but uh, you know, NFL there's there, there are not that many games. There's what two hundred and seventy two regular season games a year. I don't know. Like, compare time, compare that you know, to like, I mean, in college basketball, there's like 272 games in like a week. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. Actually, you're right. There's like yeah. 300 teams, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, it's fair. More than three. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's I'm I'm to make it worth it. I, I would need. Well, first off, it wouldn't just be how much money am I going to make. It's how much can I make relative to not having that data, right? And then. How much am I betting? Like, what they think about? You have to think about it as like what, what percentage um, would it take away from my ROI? Like, essentially, my threshold. Like, if I, if I'm, let's say, I, I'm not going to do the math, but, but if a two percent ROI, if I'm betting, set, you know, X amount of dollars, um, fifty thousand dollars would be, might be like two percent of of my amount bet right and so then suddenly i'm gonna have to overcome a two you know i'm gonna have to have a greater than two percent roi yeah, to make yeah. It worth it. yeah so so uh you move off of nfl are you still doing college yes but i, I will are say you finding more success there and, and the thing is like we've i won't say i haven't done any nfl betting i'll, I'll bet we'll bet some derivative stuff we'll bet i mean they're they're, they're we're just not betting the bigger sides and totals markets really as much. I've never really been an NFL totals guy. Um, we're still betting college, but the volume isn't what it used to be. Um, the market's more mm. efficient, but also, I mean, I've, 
I've focused less on upgrading my model and I've been focused more on, on other sports and specializing like golf and college mm -hmm. basketball are the things that college uh, hoops. Well, at. I do love it, but I'm so I, it's just tough for me. Like if you had a, a, I know that Jeff Ma will, his head will explode if he hears this, but if you had a service where you were giving out your college basketball plays on like Stetson versus, uh, I, you know, Florida Gulf coast or whatever, um, I'm sorry. I, I got a job. I got a podcast. I got a family. I got a dog recovering from surgery. I, I just don't have time to drill down on 200 college basketball games a week. You do apparently, and well, your model does. Time. It's it's not about time to drill down. It's about it's it's it is about time, but it's about spending that time to build a, a better model. Right. Yeah. So, so you're doing. If you had a service, Rufus, and you said, "Hey, you know, g give me uh, give me two hundred dollars for the season, and you get." Uh, all my plays or whatever. I mean, I'm just picking random numbers. I guarantee you a lot of people would do that, but that goes against your DNA of like well, being a tout or make, whatever. It would also not be financially in my best interest. Right. I can make because more Because everybody would move the lines. You could, yeah, you could make more. Well, I could make more was low. And, and you're right. Like, I think if I did that, you release a play, only a few people are going to get that release price because the lines are going to move. And so then a lot of the, a lot of people that are subscribing would get kind of screwed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, right Angle Sports is interesting. They uh, Just one NFL game as we got to wrap up here. Right Angle Sports gave out the Ravens minus two and a half against Detroit. It instantly went to three. It, I don't know if it touched three and a half, but, you know, I, I, I did. With, last time you were on the pod, you said, I think it was you that said, bet stamp is the good app for just tracking lines. So it's three across the market here. Uh, I, I personally think that the best place to track lines is unabated.com. Unabated, obviously, your your website. Well, that's more than tracking lines. You could build models there if you're smart enough. Surely we have uh, a very smart, intelligent audience that well, you know could go it's to unabated. Less building and, models, but it, it it helps identify edges for you in derivative markets relative to um, the main markets, and it allows you to leverage net rankings that you already have or others' ratings to essentially um, simulate the season and, and find value on futures bets and things like that. As well as like props, using you know you can use um, prop publicly available prop numbers, and we'll sort of simulate out that distribution. But basically, it gives you tools to sort of leverage um, the market and your opinions uh, to to find to find edges. Okay, so for instance, my biggest bet this week is Seattle. Uh, probably my third biggest bet of the season. Oh wow! Um, at seven and a half and eight. Uh, I don't your oh wow makes it sound bad. Listen, no, I've no, got I know I make my, the line minus nine point eight, so I'm on the same oh. side as you there. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, um, that's really good to hear. Um, wow, that uh, that makes my day. Yeah, but uh, I'm the guy just, that won oh five, right? Yeah, but that was two weeks ago. Who cares? <laughs> it's another week, you know. Yep. And like I, you have a history. Who cares about an zero and five, dude? You've got five, ten years or whatever that I'm sure longer. Um, I don't know. The other games I was looking at, well, that Ravens-Lions, uh, probably a no play, right? At three? Do you, what does it say for Ravens I, minus three? I make it minus 3.8. So oh. if, if I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't think that's enough value for me to, to play it, but even if I was betting NFL sides, um, but I certainly would rather take Baltimore minus three than Detroit plus three. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, Baltimore at home. Uh, and then Indy-Cleveland is kind of stinky. Um Something's going on here. Cleveland two and a half on the road. They won't deal you the three. Do you see Colts here? Do I see Colts? I don't think there's a big downgrade to, to Minshew, to right. be honest. Um, I, I make the line minus 1.9, so I don't really have an opinion there. Hmm. I'll right, tell so you what is I like. Seattle the biggest edge? No, I, I, I like Tampa. I've liked Tampa all season. Oh, jeez. And, and, and I've like been Atlanta. low on the Falcons basically all season. So I make that line minus 5.6. It's also a divisional matchup. You're going to get less home field advantage for that reason. Um, hmm. Yeah, that I think Tampa is slightly worse than an average team, but I think the Falcons are are poo poo, pretty, pretty bad. All right, finally, uh, Dolphins Eagles. Pretty much, it, it was three, uh, maybe it was four. I don't know. It came down to like one and a half. Now it's a two and a half. Eagles have some injuries. Obviously, I know you don't take into account the Lane Johnson stuff in the secondary. Um, anything here? Uh, so, so I make it Eagles minus zero point three. Basically, Whoa. I have the Eagles is like 51, 51.4% to win. So uh, I, I would, and especially with the injury stuff, if, if you if you think that is going to affect it as well, I mean, um, I would like Miami for sure. So it does. do your priors include last year's Dolphins or no? Yes. 
with only Tua, or do you include like Skylar Thompson and all that crap? Um, some of both. I mean, I'm looking. At, so we separate the we try to separate the team performance from the quarterback performance. So we're we're looking at at how like the the, the offensive unit outside of the quarterback and factoring that in with Tua. Okay. It's it's very uh, difficult sometimes to say how much is the quarterback, how much is the system, right? I mean, that's the whole Brock Purdy argument. Yeah, that's a t- oh, so oh well, let's go one more. Let's one more. Okay, Chargers who come off a Monday night embarrassment. They've been taking money. I saw this at, I think it was six down to five now. Chargers in KC. They usually play tough. Um, tell me, Unabated is showing uh, a char- value on the Chargers. Well, un- Unabated's an odd screen. It'll show you uh, the odds everywhere, and it'll uh, it, it's it's not. Um, oh, sorry, Massey Peabody. Yes. Massey Peabody, which is a part of Unabated now. Um, actually, I think oh. that might be my biggest edge because I made that line minus 9.3. I've, I've been. I've been consistently low on the Chargers for the last few years, to be honest. Minus nine on Justin when Herbert. it's minus five and a half. Oh, yeah, jeez. All right, let me, let me put that in my notes. Chiefs, be careful going against them here. Uh, all right, Rufus Peabody, unabated is the website. He's a good follow on Twitter. Um, yeah, you should start. You got to start monetizing your plays, dude. But I, you're right. I don't know how you no. give them out I, without you know. I'm monetizing them by betting them. That's that's well, the best I'm talking way to monetize. for the I'm talking about the unwashed masses. They need some help, you know. I they mean, do, I, Rufus. Yeah, I'm just well. I'm kind of kidding. Uh, all right, you and Jeff Ma, and the podcast is Bet the Process, where uh, you know probably once or twice a month, Jeff Ma will take some shots at me, you know, uh, out of left field. But that's fine, hey, whatever. You know, he 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 went. What did he go to? Har- did he do Harvard? Oh no, MIT because he was MIT, part of that 21. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you go to school, by the way? I went to Yale. Damn. Did you watch Gilmore Girls or no? I did not. Yeah, they, they the kid goes to Yale in that one, I think. I've heard. <laughs> My daughter's watching it, so yeah, I figured I'd just toss that in there. All right, Rufus Peabody, thanks for taking the time, buddy. Thanks, Jason. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.